0: The Buffalo Bills make a big trade with, well, it looks like a big trade to me in uh, ahead of their week three matchup against the Carolina Panthers with the preseason ending this week. And we will talk some Blue Jays. We will talk some more football. We'll talk some hockey, get set for the new hockey season for the NHL. We will get back to some OHL following the conclusion also of the World Juniors as they continue to end their long awaited tournament. I'm breaking it down with Ali and Thomas for today on Sports for Beginners. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the Sports for Beginners podcast. I am one of your hosts, Scott McGregor, and I'm joined right now by. One of our co-hosts, Ali Musa. How are you doing today, Ali? I am wonderful, Scott. How are you? I am doing great. So let's get right to this. Uh, we'll get Thomas's take when he joins us, um, whether that be today or, or in our next recording. Uh, so we're going to talk some Bills football here. And I want to get your take first on the Cody Ford trade to the Arizona Cardinals. For a fifth round pick that the Buffalo Bills would receive in the draft in the next draft that comes around. What is your take on the Cody Ford trade the Buffalo Bills made? Just to get us started here.
1: I I feel that this is a sign that the Bills are rebuilding. Because ultimately Because it seems they made the trade because they found a price for him. And because of the fact that the Bills last season were off to a pretty tremendous start, they actually made the playoffs last year.
0: Yes, they did. That they did. Speaking of the playoffs, before
2: we. So I feel that. Yeah, go ahead. I feel
1: that. They're looking at rebuilding because he was a good he was he was he was a good player of that and to that they had to help them get to the that level again this year.
0: All right, yes. And speaking of playoffs, uh we'll get to that uh we'll get to that stride in a little bit. Uh but um how do you feel about the way the Bills have approached the preseason as they get set to match up with the Carolina Panthers. And then, wow, it's just like two weeks away. We're now two weeks away from the regular season. And the first big test for Buffalo for the Buffalo Bills, uh, against Vaughn Miller's former team, the Los Angeles Rams, who won the Super Bowl last who won the Super Bowl last year. Um, so what are your takes on Carolina going into this? Going into this week three matchup versus the
2: Buffalo Bills who have won both of their games uh, this preseason. I
1: feel this will be interesting because the Bills have proven in the preseason so far that they are very serious about
2: contending again. So this is one of those avenues where it's a test for the, the Bills as well as for the Panthers because, because the, they're both certainly good teams.
0: That they are, that they are. Do you think that Christian McCaffrey may play in the game this Friday night against Buffalo, or do you think he's more, let him wait till we get to the season and then we will see when it games, he will start?
2: Well, I think they're going to wait it out.
1: That's my perspective. I feel they're going to wait it out and see how it goes.
0: Yeah, I think they are going to, I think I can agree with you on that. I think they're going to wait it out and see what happens. As far as the trade goes with the Bills, I think this is a great trade. Um, We'll see what happens uh, with the fifth round pick uh, later. But oh, I wish all the best to Cody Ford. Uh, he was a great guy, a good guy to be around if you're uh, ever around Bills Mafia. I think Bills Mafia really liked the, really liked the, really liked the guy. Uh and again, but like Coach McDermott has said, um you, you kind of gotta be smart. So when it comes to making deals, that's not really Sean's, that's not really Coach McDermott's uh wheelhouse. That's really the front office for the Buffalo Bills. So um, yeah, it's uh it's going to be interesting. So, we do have another thing to get to here in our first segment of the Sports for Beginners podcast as we talk some Blue Jays. And let's look back at how it's gone down so far as they, as today, as we're recording this podcast, they look for the sweep against the Boston Red Sox. And I know we're going to talk about this on your show uh, on Monday, but. What, what is your perspective of the way the Yankees series went uh going into the weekend of course with the Aaron Boone uh slamming his fist on the table and uh things
2: of that nature despite the despite the Jays winning the first of those three games I personally feel that the yankees are clearly frustrated and we also had
1: the and specifically when it comes to aaron boone slamming his fist on the table i i do not feel it was the right thing to do
2: i agree with you if you're in, on that Go ahead. Because if you're angry about something, if frustration really does nothing. You know, because it doesn't solve anything either. If you have or if you want to express something, express it in a civilized manner. Right? And the way he could have approached it was Okay, folks, look, you know, we are not having a good See, We're not having a great season right now. We yes, uh, are on a slump,
1: and we need to see what we can do to take care of it.
0: Yeah, and as, and as we look at the uh, standings here, the Blue Jays are now uh eight game they were eight games back of the uh yeah they're eight games back of the uh of the yankees but they actually went down to seven back of the yankees when we were in that series and yes the blue jays are trying to get the blue jays are trying to get Right now into the wild card, it's not really about the playoffs right now. it's just because you knew for a fact you might not catch the Yankees but but that is that is sudden uh seemed to have gone away, but I still think that the Blue Jays aren't really looking at can we catch the Yankees? I think they're now looking at it like we have to um focus on protecting the wild card spot from the other teams that are, you know, not necessarily out of the wild card question, but going to probably be contenders that will make that might make some noise uh as we get into the final six, seven weeks of the season. Um and just a reminder to everybody, as we're recording this podcast, the Blue Jays well, after their series is done in Boston tonight, we'll be back at home for a game or for a couple of series at home. Three of them, or two of them exact, all three game series against the Angels and the Chicago Cubs. But we're gonna talk more about that a little later. Uh, before we wrap up the first seg- this first segment. Um we want to remind everybody that if this podcast is dropping prior to a road trip that the Blue Jays are gonna start, it will start out in Pittsburgh. So Ali, what do you think of the Pittsburgh Pirates so far going into that series? Um after the Jays are home to Mike Trout, Shohei Otani,
2: and the and the Los Angeles Angels, and then the Chicago Cubs will come to town. What do you think of the Pirates this season so far? I, well, the Pirates have been, have had
1: an up and down year again this year. So I feel that that is a a series for the Jays to actually win.
2: But having said that, as we've seen, that is not the way it works all the time. No, no. But um, and then, of course, they have a double header coming up.
0: In coming up when the next time we record this podcast, uh, they have a double header coming up. Their first double header of September, before their home double header against Tampa Bay. Uh, And of course, this doubleheader is a makeup or is in makeup of the uh, game earlier in the season that was rained out in a four game set that turned into a three game set uh, between the Orioles and the Jays. Thomas has joined us. So let's get his take on the on going into the Pirates series before we wrap up this segment
2: of our first of our of the episode. Of sports for beginners, Thomas. How are you doing today? Hopefully, I'm doing. I'm doing doing well. I'm doing well. All right. So I'm doing well.
0: So and, uh, as far as the question goes yeah, for go the ahead. Pirates, the Angels, the Cubs, and the uh, and Blue Jays facing them, um, I see. I see a I see a bunch of, I see a bunch of changes <clears throat> happening, but I don't, but I don't think the Blue Jays are going to lose to the Cubs, the, the Angels probably, I don't see us taking three games out of the, uh, against the a- Angels, uh, I do see us sweeping the Cubs, but then you've got the Pirates, and then you've got Let me just have a look here and check out the schedule. Yes. uh, So you've got Pittsburgh, and then you got Bulk, and then you got back to, and then it's back to Camden Yards. Right before facing the, right before going into the Texas Rangers side of things in Texas, after Texas opened
2: up the season with us, back in April. So really so really to me before you've got that double hitter which we'll talk about in our in our
0: next recording later on in the week. Two easy mat. You've got one easy mat. You've got two easy matchups, Pittsburgh and the Cubs. But then you've also got Baltimore, Texas, and of course The team that the Blue Jays are getting ready to go head-to-head with
2: uh, on Friday night. The LA Angels. So, tomorrow night is
0: a... I mean, it's been said on Tim and Friends. It's been said everywhere. It's a must-win if the Blue... And if the Blue Jays could keep this up, we might not only just have a wild card spot, but we might also... If the Yankees fall into a bit of a slump, which we all know they beat the, the Mets, and I'm not going to get to the scores, but if the Yankees fall into a slump like they did when the Jays came to town, then I said the Blue just have a pretty good chance of not just being in the wild card, but being a playoff contender. And maybe taking advantage of the Yankees, maybe,
2: all but that's right, if so... the Yankees
0: fall into a slump. I'm not saying they will, but all right. So you get, let me me, ask but you, you get my picture. Yeah, let me ask you, you though. Picture. Um, do you see us winning it? Do you see the Jays winning? Uh, the when they match up with Alec Manoa against. Shohei Otani, who can, as we saw um a night ago before the three two win in before that three two win yesterday, uh on Wednesday when our first
2: episode, by the way, dropped of this podcast. Um so yep. do you see us beating Shohei correct.
0: even though he can hit and pitch in the same game. And before you get before you give your answer, just a reminder to everybody, mm-hmm. if you hadn't seen it yet, or if you did see it but you weren't paying attention, n- no, no offense. But uh, Reese McGuire, a former a former Blue Jay catcher, he was in the game last night and he did
2: hit. However, he pitched in the in the Blue Jays' victory on Tuesday night,
0: and he also got a chance to hit. So, are we seeing another Shohei Ohtani? Uh, When this podcast drops, just uh, if you guys want to be in the conversation, uh, there will be a question out there. uh, If you're listening on Anchor or Spotify uh, out there, if you see Reese McGuire as our Next, maybe next Shohei Ohtani, but again, Thomas, do you see Manoa and the Jays beating Shohei Ohtani on Saturday afternoon on a very special day well, I at Rogers well, Center? I mean, well, 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 I mean, come on now, you've got—I mean, the Angels. Uh, it's it's it, it's a little bit of a for me. It's a little bit of a kicker to on both sides of the teams on both on both ends of the team because and 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 not just the Blue Jays because the Angels uh man owner owner excuse me not manager is looking to sell the uh the Los Angeles Angels and who knows where they go and if they're gonna play next season or we're just or we've seeing the beginning of the end for the Los Angeles Angels. But besides that, but but besides that, you've got you've got Shohei Ohtani who I'm guessing is old news now because mm-hmm. okay, yeah, he broke he, he made history becoming the first pitcher now
2: batter in Major League Baseball to hit and pitch in not just and not just major league games, but the
0: all star game in particular. Right, so, right. Okay, okay.
2: So we're so, gonna so 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 cut so, so, so cut so so cutting back to the question, okay. I think okay. it's a matter of uh in Reese McGuire's case, I think it's a matter of where do I go
0: from here? Boston's not winning anything. Do I decide to come back to the Blue Jays if they want me, and say, "Hey, give me a chance to go, go and do what Shohei Tani did? Maybe, maybe we have a, maybe you have a chance with me now because I can bat and pitch at the same time." Okay. Okay. So, so or, Ali has a hand up here. So or, or, I see Ali has a raised okay, hand right, here. So all we're all gonna right, bring him into right. the conversation here. So, Ali, do you ha- ha- do you agree with Thomas here at saying for Reese McGuire? Like, w- we saw him pitch in the Boston game uh, that the Jays won. I believe it was nine to two. I believe, uh, if it checks, if my math checks, or if my finals check out correctly, uh, that was the Tuesday final. I believe. Uh, but do you see Reese McGuire maybe thinking? Oh, sorry, nine to three was the final on the Tues on Tuesday. Sorry. Um. Um. Anyways, do you see Reese McGuire who pitched in that game and also hit in that game, as well as he did yesterday? Do you see him if he does decide to come back to Toronto? Do you see him asking the Jays to
2: maybe put him in the pitching, put him in pitching? Rather than just hitting, I don't think Reese McGuire will want to come back to the Jays, though. Oh, okay. All right. Because. So why do you think that? Well, because
1: they traded him away. Because obviously they didn't want him. I I don't think that he's very in tune with
2: what the. Um, I I don't think he fits the team unless they give him a really good offer. Well, Ali, well, Ali, the reason I brought the reason I bring
0: him up is because the reason I bring up Reese going back to the Blue Jays is, is because. He might he might now be more experienced than what than than what he was when we had him the first time, but but I but I, but I but I do but I do give you credit that the fact that the fact that the Blue Jays would have to figure out oh how much we're we gonna pay this guy and I, we don't know what the fan base wants him back and obviously he obviously when he was here we had some great moments but we didn't but it obviously wasn't in the cards to keep him so money. So money, is a pro- so money is a so money is a so money is a thinking so money is a is a huge prospect or is a huge is a huge matter excuse me uh in terms of in terms of uh, contract signings but uh, the reason I bring up Reese as a show Tani is because he might we might be seeing a new another show Tani, but I don't think that's what people and I'm pretty sure baseball doesn't want to see because okay you've already made history and here's and here's and yet here here we go. We're making two Shoyotanis in major league baseball for not for now two teams, the Los Angeles Angels if the Angels stay in Los Angeles but you've also got now the Blue Jays who have a Batter slash pitcher who can hit and pitch at the same time. uh getting getting back to and I want Ali's take on this as well because I wasn't here to hear it. But um, getting back to Manoa. Now, now we obviously know he had a All Star of appearance when the Blue Jays were hot before the All Star break, but then everything kind of shifted. It was like. Where do we go from here? And uh Tim was saying that from Tim and Friends, he was saying that was it time to hit the panic button and then all of a sudden here you come into, here you come to the Yankees and things seem to be going in a different direction. They say, Well, okay, we were hot we were hot be- we were hot before the All Star break and we want to remain hot, but we all but we cooled down. And now people were like, "Oh, is it time to panic button on the season?" And the answer, if you ask the Blue Jays, is no. Now, does Manoa have a good chance at pitching against Otani,
2: or or if he was facing his own team, probably. But if he could get out, but if he could get off to those
0: starts that he's had right before the All Star break. Well we knew he was that he was your guy. He was your he was one of them guys uh I I don't want to discount Kevin Gossman because, you know, he's he's pitching today, he's uh, in the finale uh against Boston. But uh if he could get out to that if he could if he could continue to pick himself up and get into a groove then I see then I see a chance that the Blue Jays win the first game against the Orioles or against the the Orioles, uh,
2: the Angels but then it all comes down to your um your final your
0: final curtains like, okay we gotta win with Manoa, okay who do we put in for the final games that are in the that are in the Angels series uh, now I, I'm not sure a lot of people were listening or calling in to Jays talk yes, yesterday, but uh, there there was some, or or the day before yesterday, when we had Stripling on the mound, but there was some talk about Yusei Kaguchi leaving the Blue Jays or staying in the Blue Jays. And the reason I bring this up is because I find it interesting. Okay, you sent him to the bullpen, but he's still not performing. So I, I wanna get your take, Ali, and my brother and Scott's take on this. Do we say good do we cut you say next season? Or do we or do we keep him see if he can perform as a star as a starter and if that's not working, see if we can kind of make it a bullpen session where you where you where you get to say okay, we can we can get our money's worth out of Yusuke Kikuchi as one of our relievers, and we'll leave him in the bullpen because he can be a crucial part to our bullpen. Because once you get down to the point where it's
2: less pitcher or l- less chance of using the bullpens, and it's just
0: and it comes down to pitching. You know you have a spot that you need to put in and it can come and it can come down to Kikuchi at some point, but let me know what you guys think.
1: I feel they're gonna have well a decision, I don't know what else they can do. They have to keep putting Kikuchi out there. They have to keep throwing him out there. He has not performed
2: as a pitcher. But the only
1: option for him is to remain in the bullpen now as we saw on friday there against the yankees
2: when he was out for that bullpen session he actually did quite well out of the bullpen there that he so did that he did. i feel that that is where his spot I feel
0: like that is his spot as well. He had like it's true, he hasn't performed very well since the Yankee series, but if you give him some time while he's in the bullpen, like I agree with your take there, Ali. I like him being in the bullpen because when he was a starter, he had some good, he had some good starts, he had some bad starts, but but when it came down to it, he also Offer the Jays the option to send him into AAA and send him down to Buffalo, but they said no. So, evidently speaking, if you're going to remove him from the bullpen and send him down, I think you're, I think you have to re- re-look at the offer that he gave you and maybe reconsider it, but again, I feel yeah, like the more... David- the yeah, but... more the more he play the more he plays in the game in the bullpen and the more comfortable he gets, he should be able to play a little bit better in the bullpen.
2: Yeah, but yeah, but Scott, that yeah, but Scott, that that that's just it.
0: Um a lot of a lot of the people that were on Jay's talk well, the one guy in particular, I'm not gonna mention the name because I don't wanna send any bad threats in our podcast. I'm not gonna so I'm not gonna do that. But he was saying that it might be time to cause you cause you know John Snyder's not gonna sit not gonna go with him on not gonna go with Kaguchi on the deal and and he, and he and he and he and he has said that he won't that he won't send Kogucci down because he still thinks that Kiguchi has stuff in him. So somebody was saying that, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna say names, like I said, but ju- but just to end it, I I I sort I sort of agree with the guy that it might be time to send him down because I don't think unless he performs like Ali said, like he did with like he did in the Yankees game, you know, better, but but at le it you know decent, but at least better. And and starts to realize I'm in the bullpen for a reason. Like 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 obviously he's a great guy, but if you but you need, but you need if you're if I'm if I'm UC and I and I know I'm in the bullpen for a reason. You need to be aware that your writing of the contract can be on the wall, and I'll end it. I'll end
2: it there. With it. there is writing on the wall that could say, "Hey, if you don't perform well, or not, or you don't perform at all, why are you why are you with us? What? Why are you why are you a blue jay?
0: As no, and I I I apologize to you, say if he's listening to this, and I'm sure any blue jay will listen to it."
2: but uh right. if you're yeah but to but to wrap it up to close it out hey
0: the blue jays got you for a reason and you got to you got to be able to perform you got to be able to show that i can't be cut by the jays i i know what i'm here for i need to and we all we all want to win but i but you just don't we just don't see it in him right now so yeah just to close that out All right, so before we get to our second segment, we are going to take a break. And and, uh, before we do take that break, I just want to say that as we come to our final two segments, which are going to have Toronto fans probably rasping at this podcast, um, there is a segment coming up called Coming Up on Sports for Beginners, and I'll explain how that works. Uh, just while we have the time here. So basically, it will be an in-depth look at what will be coming up on the podcast as to who we may be able to get on this podcast and things of that nature. Maybe if we go back to the overall topic, which is baseball, we would talk about things to consider, whether you are watching the game on TV or watching it on the radio what to do and what not to do and then of course we'll go back to if you saw our last if you saw our last episode which was our fir- our premiere episode uh we will go to we will go into the do's and the don'ts at the ballpark so in relatively speaking you will talk we'll talk about What you should do and what you should not be doing when you're at the ballpark. And no disrespect again, but the smoking stuff is okay, just not when you're at the ballpark. It's not permitted. And if you're at Rogers Center or any stadium in that matter and you hear it on the PA, they will tell you uh, that smoking is not permitted anywhere inside the stadium. So, all right, we're going to take our quick break and we'll come back with our second segment of the show where we are going to talk NHL preseason hockey as we prep for the preseason. And we will talk about how teams match up against the Toronto Maple Leafs when we return. And then we will wrap it up before we get to coming up on Sports for Beginners with. Big takeaways from the Raptors season going into the offseason. We'll be right back. Hard day's work, sometimes you just want to relax and watch some television. But the show you want to watch isn't on TV anymore. Well, now you can relive uh, your favorite television episodes again and again, such as the Dukes of Hazzard. In fact, if you act now, you can get the complete first season of Bo and Luke Duke adventures as they fight the system of Hazzard County. So act now, because this deal won't last long, and once they're gone, they're gone. Welcome back. Sorry, but sorry for the delay. There. Welcome back to the uh, Sports for Beginners podcast. I am one of the hosts, Scott McGregor, joined now by my again joined again once again by my co-host Ali Musa and Thomas McGregor. If you don't know already, before we get to our next segment here, uh, Ali Musa is the host of the All Over the Map podcast, and he and I actually word together in one of the episodes that is on that is available on Spotify right now. So go check that out. Um I will have a link for you if I get one. Thomas is the host of the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. And with and with that, let's go right to the ice. That is our second topic of the day. So we're going to start with Thomas here and this segment here is about preparing for the preseason and how the May- how did the Toronto Maple Leafs match up against all other 32 NHL teams this season going into this season? So Thomas, what are your thoughts on the Maple Leafs going into this preseason and going into this season despite the schedule? And uh, how they finish. and uh, and 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 we and well, um, well, I'll try and make this as interesting as possible. I'll try and make this as interesting as possible, and Ali, you can give me your take on it as 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 well. I mean, you've got a doubleheader against the Ottawa Senators uh, coming up. That'll start preseason. So let sh- so those should be good matchups. It's the battle of uh, Ontario, as they as they say during the regular season. I don't know what you would call it during the preseason because you're playing uh, them twice in one day. So what I can't what I can't say is I imagine that both teams will be exhausted after after playing that day in September, which is of course. Uh, coming up. And then you got Montreal. Now, of course, you've got Ottawa. You've got Ottawa after Montreal, but you just played. But you just played Ottawa like twice on a day, which is, I believe, Saturday the 24th is when the preseason gets going for the Leafs. And if
2: I'm not mistaken, once we get closer to their next meeting the game the games begin like everything jumps into full gear everybody's got their team that they're starting with but all that aside I wonder what the goalie matchups will be
0: like whether whether it's the preseason or the regular season. Now we, now we, now we talked a lot. And Ali, you can jump in here. We, we, we talked a lot. uh yes.
2: Last week we talked a lot about um how we thought the
0: Maple Leafs in Matt Murray's case were going to do. In terms, within terms of. His his performances from his previous seasons, not counting Pittsburgh. Sorry, Pittsburgh fans, you're listening. But but we all but we all know but we all know how that performances went. How those performances went when he was in Pittsburgh, he was quite he was quite star. And as I as I look as I look into the schedule here, although you can't see it
2: on my on my cameras, look as I look into it. Uh, looks like we're gonna have quite an interesting schedule for
0: the Maple Leafs. Let's jump, but let's so let's let's have us a look here. Here, so obviously you've got Ottawa for the preseason, and it looks
2: like well that's the way it's gonna go. But then you've got the Red Wings. Now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you've
0: also got Montreal in the preseason, and you open up the season with
2: Montreal at Montreal. So it kind of makes sense that your first regular season game is against,
0: well, I'm not sure if he's still there, but it's against Alexandro Oveskin's former team. If he's not there,
2: but if he's still there, it's against. Alexandra Ovechkin and you've got the Washington it's going to be a I'd say the first half of the
0: regular season for the Leafs but Ali give me her thoughts anyway on this because I might it's going to be a rough first
2: half of the regular season for the Leafs but Anything could change.
0: Like in October. You've got. Tough matchups. That feature the Capitals. Uh, the Golden Knights. Maybe will be a tough one. You never know. But but you have also got the Kings. And the Kings are very tough. When it comes to playing hockey. So.
2: Yeah you've got some tough matchups coming. And fast. But Ali, what do you think? I mean, I'm a, as a Leaf fan. I feel that. I mean, I I
1: feel they did not do enough for the uh, during this off season here. To really try to improve the team. So I agree with you, Thomas, on the fact that they are going to have a rough season the rough first half of the
2: season. Unless they're able to come together and have a strategy in place. Because you have, because look at the pieces they have. They have Matt Murray in goal. When and they did not, and where, and Jack Campbell was a far better goalie than, than Matt Murray. But not only did they get rid of, of Campbell, they, they, they don't have much of, you know, I mean, now, the other question they have now, is Nylander.
1: I don't think Nylander now wants to stay long. I don't think he wants to stay too much longer with the team.
0: I'm going to jump in and here. And he's also. I'm going to jump yeah. in here. I I agree with you, Ali I don't think Nylander will want to stay too much longer uh, in Toronto. But again, uh, Matt Murray, he has had okay seasons when he was with the Pittsburgh Penguins and other teams but um but since he's left pittsburgh and he's gone to other teams i can understand there have been some uh there have been some there have been some things that have had him not having a good year now jack campbell on the other can, on the other hand he was he was definitely good for the for the maple leafs but i agree with you guys both um it could be a it definitely could be a rough a rough uh first half of the season for the maple leafs but um Nylander, i i believe that Neilander, he if he does stay for this season he's probably he is probably going to maybe i'm just saying maybe i'm not saying it's for sure he might leave after next season, depending on his contract. I mean, he could he could possibly leave before the season starts. We don't know yet. We'll have to keep that up to date. Um, but I feel like the Leafs
2: are going to have a bit of a rough start to we'll this let, season. Well, let's... Well, let's... Well, we'll let's... We'll let, we'll let let's look at it from
0: a um let let me put the question from out here last year's standpoint
2: and i and there is a all right Ali, what's the question
1: let me, i want to put let me put the question out here that what are your thoughts uh, on the fact that is will is jack campbell not a, is jack Campbell not a better goaltender in your
2: opinion than Matt Murray. I'll jump in here to start. Um, I mean, I I mean. Go ahead, Scott. Jack Campbell, in my opinion, is a is a great
0: is a better goaltender than Matt Murray uh, for the Maple Leafs. Because and although he's now gone to Edmonton. Um, I think this is a bad idea because yes, I get it. Ottawa doesn't really want Matt Murray, so you're gonna have to try to do something to get Matt Murray on the Leaf. But for me, it's like a wait and see for Matt Murray now that he's a Leaf. For Jack Campbell, he has had great. He had a, he had quite a couple of good good starts last season in his year. But again, I do believe that he is a better goaltender than Matt Murray. Do I think he's better than every other goaltender in the league?
2: Well, that is a wait and see. Because other teams, like the Pittsburgh Penguins,
0: who have Tristan Jari and Casey DeSmith and people of that nature. Um, Yes. Christian is not as good as Campbell would be for the paying for okay. for the Maple Leafs, but he is he is a he is he is a very good goaltender, and he can adapt to uh, the wrongs that have happened.
2: But yes, I do believe that Jack. I want to take this a step further. Go ahead. I'd like to take this
1: a, a little step further before we get some other thoughts on this,
2: yeah.
0: if
1: that's okay. That's okay. That is the, okay, is this, Um. what do you guys think? And we'll start with Thomas on this. Is this that because he traded for Matt, because Kyle Dubas traded for Matt, because he he made that, he did not, re-sign Campbell or try to do anything to prop him did is, is his job on the line do you feel if, they see, if given if, if we get the Matt Murray
2: that we had in Ottawa is he basically should Dubis be concerned about his his job Oh boy! I
0: mean, since when are since when are you not concerned about your job? Sorry, baseball, to bring you into this, but uh, there are there are times where and in Dubas' case, I put it on a baseball perspective, and I'm really sorry, baseball, but there 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 are times in these conversations where you're like, did I make a wrong move? Are the fans telling me? Different? Are the fans? seeing something different and yes i do kind of believe that your is. i i i i mean it's a it's a it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a again it's it's kind of a money thing i do kind of feel like Dubis's jobs on the line because i think a lot more leaf fans and i and myself included because i really i mean i don't care who who we have as a goalie as long as it as long as the goalie can perform and do and do and do the best that they can. But
2: to your question, if uh Matt if we do see the Matt Murray we saw in Ottawa
0: then I, I don't know where you go from here. You either fire Dubis or you fire or you or you straight up just send Murray and say hey Maybe it's time you retired or maybe it's time you go somewhere else or you go to the team that made you what you are. But I don't, but, but again, I, 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 I don't know if it, I don't know if the Leafs are going to fire Dubis, or if they're going to fire, or if they're going to send Matt Murray packing and who knows where Matt Murray goes.
1: Okay, but then uh, if Dubis is that gone. Is to
0: happen.
2: Okay, now if if Dupis is gone, should Shanahan be gone too? Because what what he because what what has Shanahan actually, done actually no differently?
0: I, I, actually no, actually no. I do not think if Dubas is gone, I do not think Brendan Shanahan should be gone. And here's why.
2: And what about now, Sheldon Keith? Obviously. Let's put him in the mix.
0: Well now hold on now. You're talking about three different people. So in Sheldon Keefe's case, he's the head coach. And now 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 I don't now I don't have the rule book on me on how many games it takes before you fire the head coach, assuming it's a reoccurrence on every Leafs Nation talk or Blue Jays talk or or, or whatever sport you're talking, but I think the saying goes, hey if the team loses a lot of games, your job's on the line. So I think Sheldon Keefe is, I think Sheldon Keefe knows. Hey, if I don't, if I don't get this team, you know, up and running, or we don't get our team together that we've created, we have Matt Murray, we've got the Bears, we've got guys. You 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 have you have playoff-contending guys, but if you, but if they perform at a pace that's not really connecting with each other there's something wrong but here's my question Allie, because you brought sheldon keith into the conversation
2: you fire sheldon keith do you give now this is the reason i bring it up do you put brendan chennahead in a
0: head coaching position or do you fire both him and sheldon keith and see where those two go but then okay, wait, so you fired them both and let's say Dubas is out of the conversation here, but he's gone. That means the Maple Leafs are looking for now three people to replace. You're looking to replace Dubas, you're looking to replace Keith, you're welcome you're and you're looking to replace probably one of the greatest hockey players of all time, now a part of the Maple Leafs organization uh brendan shenahead you're like you're looking you're looking at somebody who 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 is a hall of famer that's brendan shenahead somebody who is the head coach of the leaves and somebody who is the gm which is Dupas, kyle Dupas. and to me it's like well wait a minute you bring somebody out of retirement and say hey can you coach the team we need somebody who can coach the team. We need somebody who can who can find people who can manage our team. Because if you fire the GM, eventually you're looking at the owner now. And the owner of the Leafs, I think has been doing really good job trying to keep this team alive and making sure that they've got the right people. But right now, as a as as it goes, as it goes, saying from last season, to postseason, you still could not change the narrative that hey, we can win the first round. We weren't against Boston, and we were against Stanley Cup champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning. And to some people, they all thought, oh great, it's not Boston, so let's see if we can actually have a huge comeback and prove that we can make the playoffs and we can eventually get into the Stanley Cup finals and, and, and win the cup. But, but because, here's the, because you had, you had, you had your one hand shot. you said, we can just throw in the Stanley Cup champions
2: now and say, Hey, we beat the Stanley Cup champions, but you still got another round of playoffs to play.
0: But you're just so happy that you dethroned the Stanley Cup champions, and now they're no longer a part of the race. So yeah, I I don't know where you go if you if you ask if you ask people who are on Leafs Nation Talk or who are part of the Leafs Nation show. I think they give you the same insight. But but like but like I said, I I don't know where you go with the Leafs team and. I'm a Maple Leafs fan like yourself, Ali, but I really don't know where the team where the team goes.
2: If but
0: say, here's something.
2: Dubas, but here's something the Leafs.
1: Sheldon Keith and yeah, go ahead, go ahead. But here's something the Leafs are gonna have to. Here's something the Leafs have to figure out. Is What do they do now to move past, to get past the second round of the playoffs? And they had a really good chance last year to do so, or this past season. Yes, they did. But, you know, I mean, everything does sometimes come to a slop sometimes.
2: But I think now... That is correct. And here's the thing. If they do not make it past the first round, then then
1: here's what I feel is going to happen, and we will leave the Leafs chat at this, and we will pick up some more Leafs chat next week. That
0: yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. Let's do it that way. Oh yeah, we'll um, definitely pick up some more Leafs but, chat at that.
1: But just a but just a final thought on the on 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 this that the Le- what we will do. What the Leafs should now, if they do not make it past the second round uh, so of the first round of the playoffs the
2: next season, then I feel both Dubas and Keith will be out. All right, you, you know, you know, you know, you make, you know, you make a first
0: race, for argument and before my brother jumps in. To, fin- to finish his thoughts on this, my final thoughts are: well, okay. So you've got Keith and Dubis during the playoffs. They didn't make it past first round again, which as Leaf fans suck, but it is what it is at the end of every game. You know, it's a win loss situation. My thinking is: Okay, you fire you fire those two, but who in the organization wants to step up and be the coach, or who wants to be the GM? who's next in line to help
2: the Maple Leafs keep keep the team together. So, final thoughts here. I'm hoping for a good season, but I'm also hoping that, hey, if we don't make
0: laps, at least we tried our best, and we're looking for a, another season. But I really don't want people to say, hey, let's fire a coach already, because reason. And the reason I say this is because I don't want people thinking right off the bat when the season begins is, oh, well, the coach doesn't look too good. We don't we don't feel confident in him, Allie, and we just want to fire him right off the bat. And the reason I say this is because, well, actually, I already said that. But bottom line is, if you're looking for a Stanley Cup or rather... A playoff-contending Maple Leafs
2: team, which they are. Now's the time to prove that you have what it takes, and you've got you've got the right people. But if you don't have the right people, especially
0: even in the second half of of the NHL season,
2: going to the playoffs, if you don't have the right people, what are you doing on that organization? All
0: right, so that will actually bring us into our NBA talk. So, but before we do that, I'm going to wrap it up here, uh, with my thoughts on this. And I agree, though, with you, Ali. I think if the Maple Leafs do not make the playoffs, or sorry, do sorry, make the they make the playoffs, but they do not get past the second round after winning the first round. I feel that you're on to something with the with Kyle Dubas and Sheldon Keith being being fired. Do I think it's but who would I think it's gonna be first? Well, I think it's probably gonna be Dubas first. So if I were in Kyle Dubas's place right now, I would be trying to think how can i make this team better so that we can so that we can work out uh going into next season we can work out some of the wrongs and figure out how we can come together and get through at least at least two rounds of the playoffs next season with that let's bring in let's go let's let's go to the nba and we'll talk some raptors as we uh, get closer to wrapping up the show here and what we're going to do first is talk about some big takeaways from the Raptors season last season going it and now going into the off season going into the off season so we're going to start here with Ali so Ali what are your big takeaways from the Raptors 48 and 34 uh record Last season, despite the, despite missing the, uh, if I'm right, uh, despite not making it through the first round of the playoffs last season,
2: even though they they were a contending team to make the playoffs. I felt overall, they had a great season. And, you know, given off after that 2019 run into the playoffs that they had, uh, uh, winning
1: the championship. The Raptors, I feel, are in a bit of a different position than the Leafs because they have the right pieces in place. Not to say the Leafs do not, but the Raptors have that strong core. And, of course, they did not get Kevin Durant.
2: But I don't think that that hinders anything. Because they do have Scotty Barnes, who has looked magnificent. That he has, that he has. I believe that, uh, and you can correct me if
0: I'm wrong, but I think the Raps still have uh, Freddie Van Fleet. And Van Fleet has been great uh
2: since since um since the Oh yes. yeah, Kyle He's looked left. great. So one of my biggest
0: takeaways is the effect that Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam and some other guys that I will mention uh, a little later have been able to step up And really turn the Raptors around even after the 2019 run. Which I'll be honest with you guys was one of my favorite Raptor seasons of the of them all,
2: especially with Kawhi with Kawhi Leonard in 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 the area. So um again, I like the
0: Malachi Flynn. I like the fact that we have Freddie Van Fleet. OG Ananobi is still here, I believe. But honestly, Pascal Siakam was great last season. He was good. And so was Freddie. And they had to battle some injuries. But what do you guys think? What are your takeaways on the season? All right, all right. So, all right, I'll jump in now here with my takeaways. Now, now, come on, now. I mean, twenty nineteen. It was Kali. It, it. I mean, I mean, I mean. Of course, you had Eddie. You had Kyle Lowry, but you also had. But the one that was really running the show, and I think most Raptor fans, if you were watching, the playoffs
2: from that year would agree that would agree with me that Kalai was running the show. Kalai was run Kalai was the
0: Kalai Leonard was the face of the Raptors and he was that guy that when he came to the Raptors, he 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 knew that okay, if you lose a game, you get pissed off, you get mad, you get angry, you You do all those things that say, this is pointless. We're not going to do it. He was that guy that would sit you down and say, hey, I've been to playoffs. I know how hard they can be. I'm not saying the Raptors have not been to playoffs because we have been to playoffs and we did
2: win. So what I am saying is, is he was the guy that said. Stop getting angry. Go, go, go play your best. Like the coach wants, and make and use your anger out on the court, but not
0: against all the teams. Use it against the net. Make sure that you make it, make sure you're calm, you're making your plays. Who cares if you get it wrong? Who cares if you don't get it? And that's how they, and that's how we won. That's how we won in nineteen in twenty nineteen. Uh last season, and this will be where I put the final thoughts in for myself on my takeaways from here.
2: I know. I thought they were decent. I mean, like Ali said, and I don't dis include
0: I don't wanna disrespect our the Maple Leafs, because I'm not saying the Maple Leafs don't have the right stuff. They do. But it's just a matter of what I'll say in a what I'll say in a later Leaf's talk of conversation, but on the Raptors side, they do the Raptors have guys. They have the they had the players to keep them in the playoffs. It's just a matter of you can corrupt me if I'm wrong Allie on this, but it's just a matter of are the people that the Raptors have for this season or last season, were they ready to take on the challenge at being playoff contenders, and if not, then what were they doing in a playoff contending team? If they, I mean, if they were, if they were ready to take on the the challenge, or they just wanted the experience, I get it. You
2: want the experience, but if you are a guy that like Kalai or Kyle Lari or
0: Terjo Obaka or Pascal Siakam. Guys in that nature, because the list goes on, who didn't just want the playoff experience because they knew that they could win
2: the playoffs and potentially bring a trophy into Canada for well, the Raptors. It's like, you gotta play. If you want the experience,
0: great. If you don't, if you want, if you want more than the experience and you want to win, and you want to win the actual thing, which is everybody's dream growing up
2: as the as an NBA player, I'm I'm sure. You need to play, like you mean it. I'm not saying they haven't, but I'm not sure Raptors are. Depending on how this season goes, I'm
0: not sure that they'll either go in a different direction, saying we're not yet ready to continue what we started back in twenty nineteen. Sorry, back in the years before twenty nineteen. Well when we actually won when we actually won the championship. But well, what I am saying is they are trending in a good direction. But if they go down a different direction, then there's questions being raised and this is where I'll
2: let you jump in, out. Well, here's the thing, though. I, I
1: agree with you to an extent. But you have to remember, though, that the Raptors do want to win again. Because there's
2: a reason that Masai resigned. Because he believes, and he will do everything in his power To keep the to keep the team as a contender. So I think if if that's the case, and if they go in another direction, then I think Masai is just going to Masai is going to leave if he's forced to do that. All right. So with that, here is our sports. For beginners coming up on
0: the podcast segment, and coming up, we will talk some more pre-season hockey. We will talk some OHL. We'll get your thought. We'll get the thoughts of these two men and myself, and of course yourself if you're listening on what the OHL and NHL could look like next season as we get set. As we look forward to those, we'll get some more. We'll talk some more Raptors and NBA talk. And with two weeks, yes, that's right, just two weeks till the NFL season kicks off, we will start talking some more regular season of the NFL. We will talk some more Buffalo Bills. But keep it here. We will also be talking more Blue Jays. Again, the Blue Jays. Wrap up their series with the Boston Red Sox tonight. And you can see that on Sportsnet. Weather permitting, hopefully there's no rain delay. And they will face the Cubs and Angels at Rogers Center. Starting on Friday night with the Angels and then the Cubs on Monday. And as well, we will also have... We will also be back talking to you after the road trip or during the road trip that the Blue Jays have against the Pirates and teams of that nature before they come home for what will look to be an interesting start to September as we wrap up their seat as the season wraps up and the wildcard race keeps going. That is going to do it for episode two of Sports for Beginners, the podcast this episode unlike the one that was going to drop on wednesday will drop a little earlier this year or a little earlier so it could drop on monday it could drop on tuesday stay stay tuned to our to the social page uh, smc underscore 87 uh, underscore or stick around to my facebook page scott mcgregor if you know me uh, for updates on that and we will and feel free to share us on your platforms tell everyone you know give this uh, podcast a rating and a review if you like it just to get the word out there thank you so much for joining us i am scott mcgregor
1: and we will see you. i am
0: thomas mcgregor
1: i am ali musa and check out all over the map please yes check it out
0: and we are here now saying have a great week guy everybody because we will talk to you next week right here in sports for beginners have a great week and it is not goodbye it is until next time